Welcome to Wednesday. It's Wheels Update for Kyle and I on our way to the Nate Mad annual meeting. But we're also going to talk about Elon Musk probably stealing by buying Twitter, maybe, and an amazing revelation. I'll call it a transfer. Oh, I got, got the hat backwards. A transfer from non-auto to auto. We're going to talk about something. It's a big transfer. It's bigger in, than in the transfer market today. No. <laughs> That's a transfers market. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the rundown in the stock market today. In the transfer market today. So today is the first day of the NAMAD annual. I think they call it an annual meeting, convention. I don't know meeting, but is convention. it an annual meeting? I like. It. I kind of like the annual meeting thing. But Kyle and I will be in Miami uh, not too long from now. Um, I think. I'm going to touch around 11 or so. I'm going into Miami. You're flying into Fort Lauderdale. We're going to rendezvous at the Fountain Blue, which is a pretty amazing hotel, by the way. Namad knows how to throw down. If you haven't gone to a name, you have to go. Like, wait, it's like there's like pictures of Frank Sinatra there. Like the whole hotel has got this whole vibe going on. It's going to be awesome. A lot. You mean Damon knows how to go to a place with a vibe? Say it ain't so. Not the place doesn't have the vibe, but Namad <laughs> brings the vibe too. And, it, yeah, and it's going to be, exactly. uh, it, it, it concludes on Saturday morning. We're going to be there for, for most of it. We have a panel we're hosting and uh, just gonna, looking forward to talking to a lot of dealers. Because whenever there's a oh, lot yeah. of dealers in one spot, you know, we're bringing microphones and like these little things, the podcast and video. And so stay part of the content. Maybe we'll do some live streams from there as well. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Also, we got podcasts dropping on podcasts. Um, if you don't know, a Sotucon sessions, search it up, check it out in the show notes. These or, are going to be good. I'm excited about. I I can't wait to listen to one of them today. Is Danielle, who a lot of you know from the Asoto ecosystem. Is, this is amazing. And Darren Doan, who a lot of you know in the in the ecosystem. And they just they sat down. We and none the- of us knew that they pressed record, and we were like, "Skirt." This is what happens but when ex- we leave. I, can't wait. I haven't even listened to it yet. Me neither. This is what happens when we leave the podcast gear unattended, right? <laughs> it was late in the event. We're all feeling a little groggy. You look up, and then you know, just two people are podcasting, and you know what? We're going to release it because that's what we do around here. Absolutely. I bet it's Every really day. great, though. Honestly, I bet it's great. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Really yeah. thoughtful. They probably get into. Like, I'm going to download it before I take off, so I can listen to it on the plane. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. Hey, we have some fun stuff to talk about today. Um, Hey, did you hear, Kyle, that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter and then he wasn't going to buy Twitter and then they were going to fight over Twitter? And now today it's like, you know what? I think I'll buy it at the original terms. (laughs) You know what? We'll just do the thing. Yeah. So essentially what has happened is, is he was about to be called into court for like multiple days of questioning. There were some data questions around all of the bots, the possible bots, maybe not bots. His team was researching it. The Twitter team was providing data and it just seems like everything was going to shake up. Not like he was quite expecting it to shake up in, in the whole fight. And so he just said, forget the fight. We'll buy the thing. And uh, yeah, at a $54 and 20 cent, price per share now here's what here's what blows my mind right here this is this is the stat ready now this from an article earlier this was from an article article earlier tesla shares rose by about 2.4 percent they closed the day at 2.2 percent and then twitter shares initially jumped 12.7 percent they closed the day at over 22 (laughs) percent price increase on their shares unbelievable what, like, what is that price everybody's in do you know what the price is 
Because I mean, fifty four twenty is the price it would be purchased and what you would get if you own a share of Twitter. So right. what's the price it actually ended it's, at? It's probably right near that. Just under it. Yeah, it's got to be close. It's just under it. So it closed at fifty two. Right at fifty two. Which is funny. So, so it's like if you bought Twitter stock and it goes through, like you're making two bucks right a share. End. Two bucks a share. Yeah. <laughs> why, why not? Another five percent return. We'll, see what, we'll see what happens to it today and over. I think I think the transaction won't close for another month or something like that. Yep. Uh, I love this. So the Twitter employees, you know, obviously <laughs> found out via Twitter. Talk about a roller that's coaster. Elon, right? <laughs> that's where Elon announces everything. So uh, Twitter's director of machine learning ethics, transparency, and accountability, Ruman Chowdhury, said, "I'm sitting in on this 2023 company-wide <laughs> strategy readout." And I guess we're going to collectively ignore what's going on. Right? <laughs> He's like, we're in here just like doing strategy all the while over on our actual platform. Everyone's yelling about the fact that we're about to get bought and we're just keeping rolling. Yeah, I guess we'll just ignore that and just keep doing what we're doing. I love it. I mean, it's just this is so 20. This whole story is so 2022. Who knows where it's going to happen? The fact that, you know. Elon is tied to automotive and pop culture, and it's like this big convergence all the way around. Um, it is, it's just a wild ride, but it's fun to talk about. It's fun to watch because, you know, like what, what do you think this does do to the, te- the Twitter Attention. brand, the Tesla brand? You know, it's funny, the yep. Tesla brand watching that stock react, right? Twitter doesn't have anything to do with Tesla's performance, right? At all. It's the voting machine. Right. It's just sentiment passing back and forth. But that really is what brand is. Right. It's sentiment being transferred back and forth. So it's been an interesting study to watch these two brands react and the sentiment sway this way and sway that way. Speaking of people swaying one way or another. Segway. So we talk a lot about non-automotive talent, mentalities, successes, trying to like lure them into this automotive universe because we need more outside automotive talent to come inside automotive to help seed in all the things that are working around the other retail uh, retail executions. And there's kind of a big announcement from uh, CarNow, uh, you know, friends of ours, but obviously a very strong player in the industry just a year or two ago and we're like see when roadster and Goo were getting acquired. Everyone's looking at CarNow as like, are this, what's, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Well, they gave yep. it, they tipped their hand a little bit about what they're doing today. Kyle, why don't you talk about it? You, you know a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah, so uh, so just recently they've brought on um, the ex-VP of engineering, now ex uh, of Salesforce. Now, this, uh, the gentleman, uh, his name is Dan Gemilio, Gemiolo, sorry, Dan Gemiolo. Uh, Dan uh, actually began a team in Raleigh, North Carolina that started from zero um, and became a team of 150 people. It was the and it was the first research and development team actually created within Salesforce. And the other really interesting thing about them is they actually were the the main team. If you don't know, Salesforce is the largest CRM in the world. Um, and the majority of probably if you're an industry partner, you probably use them. If you're a dealer, you're probably in an industry partner's Salesforce CRM. Yep. <laughs> um and and I'm telling it's like it's massive. If you watch F1, if you watch anything around the world, you just see their logo everywhere. But they are a massive company. And uh, I think, gosh, it was probably a year, maybe two ago at this point, a Salesforce acquired Slack, which Slack is probably the top business communication platform. Um, and so Salesforce acquired Slack and his team was the one responsible 
for deepening the level of integration between Salesforce and Slack. So just a lot of credibility from an engineering perspective. So for Car now to bring that in, especially with what they've done, you know, a lot of people around the industry know that they've kind of coined this real real time retailing uh, thing. They've got their dealer hub, which is essentially like a secondary CRM to the main CRM. And, and it really sits in that trans sales transactional space. Um, you know, you gotta think that they're headed in a couple certain ways. I haven't pressed Just this thinking. button in a really long time. Did I do that? <laughs> That's my nerd alert button. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the resident uh, nerd flagger. I just flag it when I hear the nerdery going on. There it is. But hey, here's the bottom I, I, line. I accept it. I accept it's it. like, you know, you know when... Like the, the saying was, I don't know if it was like the 70s, 60s, 70s. I mean, neither of us were really around then. But there was this saying that said, better living through chemistry. And it was when like the farm, like, you know, there was all these things that could help with ailments and things like better living through chemistry. Dishwashing detergent, right? Better living through chemistry. Hmm. This is like better living through nerdery. That's what this there is. There you go. Right? <laughs> better living through nerdery. <laughs> it is exciting to see the nerdery coming into the automotive industry. And, uh, you know, it's fun to watch. Let's And let's uh, let's hope for more of that, right? Across industries, yeah. across, you know, technology partners and in sales departments across the country. We always talk about let's get that retail savviness, that consumer, customer experience savviness. Let's, let's hustle it and shuttle yeah. it all into retail automotive. Because that is well, what and I we think need. dealers are going to win because of this, because Without they're going to start to see these enterprise ways of doing business in the software world brought more and more into auto. Like, you know, we we actually talked on uh, the Auto Collabs podcast with John Clavidenture, who was originally with Cars.com, left auto, went into a retail space and then has come back into it. And, you know, I, I am sure what he's going to experience and that company outside is going to experience is similar types of things where they're going to press more into what enterprise tech is doing and bring that back, bring that to dealers so that they can serve customers more. So when you're looking at these companies, look for who is like pushing the boundaries from, from a, a tech perspective. And, and it's not just car now and outside. I mean, there are a ton of companies, you know, upstart buying prodigy. Mm -hmm. Like there are it's a lot happening. of companies that are making these enterprise tech moves. So, uh, really excited about that. Well, speaking of enterprise tech, Segway. Paul, do you have do you have any smart home stuff in your home? Are you like one of those guys where like your wind and your shades go up you know, and the strikingly relevant to this story? I'm one of those guys that gets frustrated when everything just doesn't work together. So I just oh. I just kick it. I'm like, forget it. Just I, give me a light switch. Done. Works every time. <laughs> The only thing that I really have that's a smart home in thing in is the garage, uh, which has been extremely useful. Really? Because, well, yeah, because I can like uh, uh, open and close my garage door from my phone or my watch, which is great from like coming back from runs. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to bring a key or can anything like that. Can you just like say that. something to it like James Bond, like open the garage Unfortunately, door? Unfortunately. See, that's when you, that's when yeah, you really know. I know. So, but what Paul is saying is that a lot of this stuff, you know, there's been the, these kind of silos where like Amazon and Apple and Google and then all these other companies, Samsung and Chamberlain and all these other companies have created different levels of smart home tech. Well, over the years, the tech is kind of like spider web 
webbed out, but there's nothing central holding it all down to where they can talk to each other. So actually, when you buy these things, you start to have to look in like the fine print. Everybody's like, got their own camp, right? XYZ. Like, oh, this right. works with this, but not with that. This with that with that. It's a pain in the yep. butt. And that's a pain in the butt from a consumer perspective. So uh, just a, I mean, it was probably just a couple years ago, um, kind of the, a, 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 the connect, it's called the Connectivity Standards Alliance was created and they were set on a course to create Matter 1.0. So that's just the version, that's the name of it, in order to grab all these technologies and create a standard for how they operate, integrate, and work together so that anybody can play in the sandbox uh that it's listed on the website Med matter is a protocol to connect compatible devices and systems with one another smart home devices should be secure reliable and seamless to use and with matter they are um which i think is a great value so this, this so what this means is that once once um you know these new products are going to come out they're going to operate according to this you know this agreed upon protocol and whether I have an iPhone or an Android or I'm connecting through, you know, a phone or a watch or whatever, it's just going to be likely to just work. That's yep. what you're saying. So that means like the Traeger grill and the LED lights and the home cameras and all that stuff will just be like, oh, there it is. And look, oh, there it well, is. Well, it's interesting because it. like it, it's still going to take a lot of work, right? Uh, it, but it's because because there's a, a, a standard. Oh, right? okay. It's, you're saying it's, it's like, going to take a lot of work. For them to like get it to the point of adoption, not right. eventually going like to take a lot about, of work like, for the consumer. Bluetooth, like, well, Bluetooth is a standard, right? Yep. Bluetooth is a standard. It's a protocol that says this is how you connect to that. Now you still have to do the development work to make all that gotcha. happen. So there's going to be a lot of redevelopment. That's here. a great, but yeah, that's a great for way the to put average it. consumer. At some point, these will start to connect more and more often. And the reason why I brought this story up, I've actually been watching this story for a little while, but now on November 4th, they're actually a, a month from now, uh, they're going to be launching this and kind of like celebrating it. The first few devices that are going to be on this protocol will will be on display. Um, Google is really one that's like pushing the boundaries and, and moving first. Um, but for me, this is huge. You know, we had um, uh, Andy Wright at, uh, at Vinner. a Sodukon yeah. talking about the standards, um, the star standards that the NA, the uh, NADA has set a site, a, a, a group, a nonprofit to put data standards in place for auto API yep. standards, the way that data flows so that all of these technology companies can start to intersect and they can start to work together and customer data and vehicle data and all of that can more seamlessly move through the ecosystem, which serves the dealer, serves the customer and all that. So like there, it, well, I think sometimes we get in our industry and we're like, oh, nobody else deals with this. Yeah. Right? Everybody <laughs> right. else works in a world where everything works together. And the reality is, is there, there are still major companies. I mean, Google, Amazon, Apple that are trying to figure out, like, how do we play nice in the sandbox? And so for auto to do this, it's very possible and we can get to that place. It's just going to take a lot of work together. Well, speaking of getting to a place, you and I have to get to Miami. So we're going to shut this down. It's going to be wheels up. Listen, you know what works every time? Going up to someone, smiling, and giving them a compliment. That works every time. 